Christmas is all about coming together and remembering the moment that Jesus came to the earth. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Welcome to the New Community Church Podcast. This week was our candlelight service. We read through the Christmas story, and we took time together to reflect on the moment in history that changed everything. Well, good morning, New Community Church. How's everyone doing this morning? Good? It's good to see each of you. I'm so glad that you're here with us. Um, Once again, if you're our guest, I know we mentioned this a moment ago, but we just want to let you know we are excited that you're here with us. And if I haven't had a chance to personally meet you yet, my name is Aaron, and I'm the lead pastor here at New Community Church. And we're glad that you're a part of our family Christmas service. This is one of my favorite services that we do all year long, where we come together and we celebrate the birth of Christ. And we've done this the past few years, but we want to read the Christmas story together. But I'm going to need a little bit of help doing this. And so I want to invite all of the kids back up to the stage. So any kids in the room, if you guys could come join me, you can sit right here on this step or right here in front of me. And we're going to make this interactive, okay? So let's give them a hand as they come forward. All of the kids in the room, don't be shy. Go ahead and come up here. This is a lot. Okay. Hey, can some of you guys come and fill in right over here? Because I'm going to need your help, okay? So you got to be a little bit closer. If you can, some of you guys, yep, right in here. A few of you guys make your way over this way. I know. Everyone took that step, right? So this is the Christmas story. And like I said, we're going to make this a little interactive. So there's a few times that I'll need some of you guys to help me out. And this is what the Bible says. This is how Jesus was born, the Messiah. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. And because Joseph was faithful to the law, he didn't want to disgrace her publicly. And so he had a mind to separate her from her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Now, what do you guys think the angel looked like? Ball of light. I heard wings. What else? A halo. A halo. Yep, a ring around his head like a halo. Wings. Any other thoughts? Invisible or invincible? Or invisible. Okay, so it'd be hard to see. Yeah. Okay, so that's a lot of thoughts, yep, about what the angel looked like. So we don't know exactly what the angel looked like, but we know it might have been a little scary. But this is what the angel said to Joseph. He said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what she has conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So when Joseph woke up, he did exactly what the angel had said, and he took Mary home to be his wife. And she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Now in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken in the entire Roman world. So I'm going to need a boy to help me out. Who wants to do this? Okay, come over here. Yep. You got this? 
and you were going to put on this amazing crown right here. Go ahead and put that on your head. Doesn't he look like a king, you guys? Okay, and Caesar declared everyone to go back to their hometown. So you got to say that really loud. Go back to your hometown. Let's give him a hand. Great job, Caesar. Okay, you can put that off. Just set that down. So that's what happened. This king, Caesar Augustus, declared everyone has to return back to their hometown. And so Mary and Joseph, that's what they did. Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who, was, who he was pledged to be married to, and she was expecting a child. Now, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger. Now, I need a girl to help me out here who can do this. Okay, go ahead and come up here. Yep. And you're going to take baby Jesus, and right over by that Christmas tree, there is a brown basket. Do you see it over there in the corner? Okay, so go ahead. Go, go ahead and go place baby Jesus over there in the manger. So Mary took baby Jesus and she placed him in the manger. Okay, now the manger, let's give her a hand. Great job. You can come back over here. Good job. Now the manger was in a barn. So a barn has animals. What kind of animals do you guys think were in the barn? Sheep. A goat? Horses? Cows? A horse? I got a horse back there. Yep. Camels? Pigs, maybe? Okay. So give me your best, give me your best animal sound. One, two, three, go. Okay. Adults, let's see if you can get do better. Give me your best animal sound. They all do a cow. It's like the, the thing right there, okay? So, okay, listen up. There were all these animals in the barn, so it probably wasn't exactly quiet when Jesus was born because there were a lot of animals in there whenever he was born. So here's what happened. Out in the, out in the fields, close to the town where Jesus was born, there were shepherds taking care of their sheep. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them in the glory of the Lord shone round around them and they were terrified. Okay, so I need a lady here to help me out, okay? A girl, okay, you wanna do this? Yeah. We're gonna put on your angel crown, there's a halo. You gotta stand up, do you wanna do it? Okay, look at everyone out there and really loud say, don't be afraid. Good job, let's give her a hand. Thank you for helping us out. Okay, you can sit back down. So that's what the angel said to them. He said, don't be afraid because I bring you really good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the city of David, a savior has been born to you. It is Jesus Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign. You'll find the baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. You guys remember we just did that? And suddenly the angels appeared and began to praise God. So they started singing out. So all the kids give me your best. Good job. So they were singing out and they were saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those whom have found favor in God's rest. Okay, listen up. And so when the angels had, had left and went back to heaven, the shepherds said, let's go to Bethlehem and see this amazing thing which God has told us about. And so they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. 
And when they saw him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed. And Mary treasured these things in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God. Now, not too long after Jesus was born, there were wise men or magi from the east that came to Jerusalem and said, where is the one who was born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it arose and we have come to worship him. And so when Herod heard this, he was disturbed and he called together the chief priests and the teachers of the law. And he said, where is the baby to be born? And they said, in Bethlehem. So then Herod called the wise men and he found out the time that the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go search for the child. And as soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. And they went on their way and they saw the star that rose ahead of them. And it stood over the place where the child was. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him. And so the wise men presented some gifts to baby Jesus. So I need a few more people to help me out. Okay, right here. Do you want to help me out? Yep. And Isaiah, come over here. Okay, so hold this. These are some of the gifts. One more. Yep. Come over here. Yep. And so you guys are going to stand up. No, you can't keep the gifts, okay? So you're going to stand up, and let's go take them over there to the manger. This is what the wise men did. They each presented their gifts to baby Jesus. So you're going to take them and just lay them right in front of the manger. Great job. Let's give them a hand. Thank you guys for helping us out. And so the Bible says that's what they did is they came and they worshiped the baby Jesus. They opened up their treasures and they presented gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. And that's the story that the Bible gives us about the birth of Jesus. Can we give all of our helpers a hand? And you guys, we have a special treat for you. And so as you head out this morning, you can grab one of those candy canes and make your way back to your seat. Thank you so much for helping us this morning. Just get one of those, okay, you guys? Yep, you want to go right over there and you can grab one of those. And so as our kids head back to our seats, um, adults, I want to talk to you for just a quick moment and encourage you with this. You know, the Christmas story that we read, it's not just something that we do with our kids around the holidays, or it's not just something that we do as kind of the final service before Christmas um, day, but this has real meaning for us. And it impacts our life, this truth that we're talking about, that God sent his son to this earth to come and to impact our lives. In our family, this holiday season, we've been reading through an Advent devotional. And so with our family together, we've been every day looking at scriptures and some of the stories that surround the birth of Christ. And as I've been reading all of these stories that surround Christ, I just keep coming across this fact that nothing really went as planned. Have you ever stopped and thought about that? I mean, Mary and Joseph, whenever they're getting ready to be married, they're in love with one another, they probably didn't think it would work out like that. That an untimely pregnancy, and now Joseph is thinking, do I go forward with this marriage, or do I separate from Mary? What do I do in this situation? The fact that they have to travel to Bethlehem, and this wasn't like a road trip that they had planned where they wanted to see some of the sites of Israel. This wasn't like a family vacation. This is something they were forced to do at this time when Mary's pregnant. And no doubt when they thought the birth of their first child, they did not picture a barn with a lot of animals in it. 
And so nothing really goes probably like they thought it would. And yet somehow in the midst of all of this mess and all of the chaos and all of the things that weren't planned, God does something miraculous. And I love Mary and Joseph's heart in the midst of all of this. If you've read what Mary says when the angel visits her, she replies with this statement, God, let it be to your servant exactly as you've said. God, let it be to your servant exactly as you've said. It was as if Mary was saying, God, I've got all of these questions and I don't know how this is gonna play out and I don't know the end of the story and this all seems a little bit chaotic, but God, I trust you that somehow even in the midst of the messiness of my life, God, you can do something miraculous. And church, I just wanna encourage you with that thought. This Christmas season, we've been talking about family, the joys of family and the difficulty of family. The, the pleasure and the, the laughter that they bring to our heart and then sometimes the frustration that they may bring to our life. And can I tell you that possibly over the next few days, your story may look a little bit like Mary and Joseph's. Things may not go as planned with being around family. In your workplace, things may not go exactly like you thought they would. Maybe in conversations with others, you may have a tendency to get frustrated. But what would it look like this holiday season if we responded just like Mary and Joseph did? God, I don't know how this story is gonna turn out and I don't know how everything's gonna play out in this scenario, but God, I trust you. And Lord, let my life be exactly like you want it to be. God, do with my life whatever it is that you're planning, God, because I trust you to do something miraculous even in the messiness of my life. And church, that should be our response, not just around the holiday season, but every day of the year. Of God, today, could you use my life to bring redemption, to bring hope, to bring peace to other people, God, that I'm surrounded with in my workplace, God, in my family, in my community, with my neighbors, Lord, somehow use my life to impact others. And so I want to pray for us this morning and I'm gonna lead out once again. I'm gonna ask if you would maybe take a moment and bow your head and close your eyes and just ask Jesus, what would it look like this holiday season to respond as Mary did? That maybe the next few days are busy. Maybe they'll be frustrating. But in those moments, you would say, God, I want my life to be exactly how you want it, God. And even in the messiness, God, you would do something miraculous. So Lord, we just thank you, Jesus, for coming. Thank you for being born, God, as a baby, for wrapping yourself up in flesh, Lord, and giving yourself for us, Lord. We're so thankful for that. And so now we pray as your church, God, that over these next few days, God, and even into the new year, that you'll do exactly what you want to in our life. And in our workplace, God, and in our school, God, around family members, around friends, even when things don't go as we've planned them to, that you would somehow bring your hope in your redemption, God, that you would allow our life to be a light to others, and God, to bring your joy into the life of others. Even when it's difficult, Lord, we say, God, have your way. We trust you, God, to do the miraculous, even in the messiness of our life, Lord. And so we give ourselves to you, and we say thank you for coming and changing our world. And God, we pray this together in your name. Amen. And Moses said, 
The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen, just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, or see this great fire anymore, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, they are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. A green shoot will sprout from Jesse's stump, from his roots a budding branch. The life-giving spirit of God will hover over him. The spirit that brings wisdom and understanding. The spirit that gives directions and builds strength. The spirit that instills knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Fear of God will be all his joy and delight. He won't judge by appearances, won't decide on the basis of hearsay. He'll judge the needy by what is right, render decisions on earth's poor with justice. His words will bring everyone to odd attention. A mere breath from his lips will topple the wicked. Each morning, he'll pull on sturdy work clothes and boots and build righteousness and faithfulness in the land. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of God. Luke 1, 26 through 35. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And as her husband Joseph, being just a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, 
Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Thanks for spending some time to reflect on the story of Christmas with us. This Christmas, be sure and take a few moments to thank God for sending us his son, Jesus. Now, if you want more information about what the next few weeks look like here at NCC, be sure to check out the website at newcommunity.co. We hope you have a great week and Merry Christmas.